You are listening to the Home Care Business Report with Valerie Van Boeven. Fasten your seatbelts. It's going to be a bumpy ride. Stay tuned. Right here, right now. Yes. Mm. Subscribe now. Yo, this is Valerie Van Boeven. Just wanted to let you know that this is the $3 million this year webinar that we did with Steve the Hurricane Weiss. So, fasten your seatbelts and listen to the entire webinar via audio. It lasts about one hour. Thanks for joining our podcast, and we'll talk to you soon. to hear this webinar. I am so excited, so fired up for this webinar for you folks. You can't even begin to imagine what I've been going through for the last two weeks leading up to today. And um, we're going to give you a ton of information that you can use right now that will help you to grow your business and generate that $3 million plus revenue organization. Now, um, we are going to begin right at the top of the hour, and that's when we will record it. There will be a Q&A session at the end. So if you have questions on your panel on the right-hand side, you will see a place where you can actually post your questions. Because of time, and this is a long webinar, meaning I put a lot of meat and potatoes and content in here. So I'm going to be sticking and moving. I'm going to be flying through the uh, pages of this presentation. So I want you to make sure that if you have a question, type it in there. All right. At the end of the program, when all is said and done, I'm going to be answering those questions one at a time for you. I will stay on as long as you want me to. So if we go until 4.30, 5 o'clock, I'm here for you to answer your questions because this is very, very important. And this is the first, uh, I want to say the first public collaboration on a webinar from four major companies in our industry. And that's part of the reason why we have over 500 companies registered for today. So um, it is the top of the hour. So Valerie, can you uh, start recording? Yep, you go right ahead. We are recording. Okay, fantastic. So welcome everybody to today's webinar. I am super, super excited for you. Uh, my name is Steve the Hurricane. I am the president and owner of Hurricane Marketing Enterprises. And for today's webinar, uh, this is a free public service announcement for all home care companies that collaborated uh, between the providers to our home care companies with Valerie Van Boeven from LTC Expert Publications. Valerie, you want to say hi to everybody? Hi, everybody. Great to be here. Can't wait to hear what Steve has to say. And, uh, and this is a fabulous webinar. So glad you're all here. Excellent. And then this is also a collaboration from Brandy, who uh, just had a baby boy. So, so excited and happy for her. And she is the CEO of My CNA Jobs. So, Brandy, you want to say something real quick to everybody? Sure, absolutely. Thanks, Steve. Hi, everyone. Excited to be here and not changing a, a poopy diaper right now. Um, and I bring the caregiver recruitment hat to the table today. So there you have it. So, And then ClearCare is the best software for the private duty home care industry as far as I'm concerned. All the things 
that they have, their, their differentiating factors, the technology that they put into it. I had the privilege in February to actually visit their corporate headquarters, and it, it's just incredible the things that they're doing. So this is the first time these four companies have come together to bring you detailed information about how to grow your business. And I want to give a very special thank you to Private Duty Benchmark Study, which is from Home Care Pulse. Home Care Pulse every year surveys hundreds, over a thousand private duty non-medical home care companies across the United States to come up with like uh, 200, 300 pages worth of statistical data that we are going to go through today and share with you looking at all agencies from new startups to people who've been in business for 15, 20 years and everybody in between. People with annual revenues of zero and people with annual revenues exceeding $20 million a year. They compile all this data. So everything that I'm going to be sharing with you on this webinar is statistical evidence proving just what it takes to be a $3 million a year plus agency. And just to backtrack here for a second, so thank you very much, Home Care Pulse. If you actually want to purchase this study, because it's a fantastic study, you can go to homecarepulse.com, uh, enter promo code HME, which is my company, Hurricane Marketing Enterprises, HME15, and it will give you a 15% discount off of the study. That's their thank you to you for being on this webinar today. Um, and so you're aware of who I am. I am the president and owner of Hurricane Marketing Enterprises. I am an expert on all things sales and marketing for our particular industry. I speak at conferences and conventions all across the country every single week. This week I'll be in Kansas City. Next week I'm off. The week after I'll be in Jersey. The week after I'll be in Boston. It's just nonstop because there's such a demand and such a need for what we do. As a matter of fact, I'm going to be talking about the next boot camp, which is coming up. I'm going to talk about that a little bit later after the program ends. Um, definitely something to do. Radio show host, father, and husband, and uh, I love my New York football Giants. I'm a diehard Giants sports fan. So that's who I am as a person. So let's jump right into it. We want to generate $3 million a year in total revenue. If you're not at this, which when I look at the Home Care Pulse study, that's the majority of us, all right? I'm going to say 85% of the people in the country are not doing $3 million a year or higher. We're actually going to be focusing on the leaders in their study, people who do over $2.5 million a year, represented the upper echelon, which is the top 20% of all the people that they surveyed. All right? So that, that means that we're talking about a very small percentage of the people are actually doing this. That's the reason why this is such a popular topic, and it is very attainable. In order to generate $3 million a year in total revenue, we only need three things. We really do. We have to have three things in place to be able to do it. First, we have to determine how are we going to be able to bring in the necessary amount of clients to generate $3 million in total revenue. That's your marketing plan. All right. The execution is the second part of it because, yeah, great, I have a marketing plan, but what am I going to do? How, am I gonna, how much money do I have to invest? How much time is it going to take? Where do I have to go? What do I have to say? What do I have to do? That's all the execution. 
That's the second part of it because obviously you plan your work, then you work your plan. And then finally, we have to make sure that we have the supply to meet this demand, which if you look at studies, which I'm going to talk about later on, the number one fear of home care companies is not having enough caregivers to meet the demand. So we have great opportunities. How are we going to get those people? Once we finally get the phone to ring, how am I going to meet that demand? Those are the three. If you can cover those three things, make a plan, execute your plan, and have a steady supply of caregivers, you will generate $3 million plus in business. It really is as simple as that, folks. So how much is one client worth? As we go through the marketing plan, and what I'm going to give you on this webinar over the next hour, I am going to give you for free as my thank you to you, take notes on this, I'm going to give you the marketing plan. I'm going to tell you exactly what you have to do to be able to generate the clients. Everything else is up to you and ongoing training and companies and so on and so forth. But I'm going to give you a marketing plan. So the first thing in your marketing plan is you've got to determine what is a client worth? What is the lifetime value of a client, meaning when they sign up with your services, financially speaking, how much is that client bringing to your organization? Just from a financial standpoint, if you look at the stats here, we're going to be focusing on this number. And you see right here, these are agencies that were surveyed from last year. This is the Home Care Pulse Report. This is one of their graphs that are in there. Agencies that did less than $800,000 in total revenue, a client for them is about $6,000. Between 800 and 1.6 million, they do about 10,000. 1.6 to 2.4, about 10,000. And then the, the leaders, the people who are the pioneers, the front runners, the ones who are bringing in the most amount of revenue, they get about $19,000 per client. And so that's why I'm going to focus on that because we want to be that leader. When I had my agency a couple of years ago, my agency was doing well over $3 million a year. And my clients were paying me on average around $28,000 per year per client. So we were among the leaders in this group, and it makes sense. So using that statistic, but even if I took an average here of everything combined, it's about $11,000, $11,500. So if you're below these numbers, do what you can to work to get up there or invest in training or invest in resources or whatever to be able to get to a point where you're doing at least $11,000 per client as they sign on services for you. Now, from the marketing plan standpoint, where are we going to get our business from? All right, so this is all great. So I know a client is worth, you know, $19,000 or at least $11,000 when I average everything together. Where am I going to get my clients from? The report, which I'm going to show you in a second, goes through all the different referral source types. The best two is online lead generation. This is your website. This is your social media. This is your newsletter. This is the collection of everything together online. And direct referral marketing from professional referral sources. That is the one-two punch that it takes. Valerie Van Boeven and I, we have been working together for the last two years doing my hurricane marketing boot camp, and all we talk about is the one-two punch. This right here combined represents 80-plus percent of total revenue of all the home care companies surveyed last year. We're talking about over 1,000 companies. 80-plus percent of their total revenue came from direct online leads or direct referral marketing combined together. Everything else 
which I'll show you in a second, makes up the other 20%. So here you go. What is online? Now, other marketing sources, which I'll show you in a second, the 42%, it's all direct referral marketing. Referrals from clients, referrals from professional referral sources, and so on and so forth. So, so almost half your business will come from direct referral marketing. If you are not part of a franchise and you have your own website, your website is going to bring you almost 12% of your total revenue for the year. If you happen to be part of a franchise, there are some great franchise systems out there. If you're part of it, your website does a little bit better, which makes sense because you have several hundred or, or 50 plus people pooling into one giant corporate website and it's got a national reach, so you're going to get more business from it. So either way, your website is anywhere from 11 and a half to 15.5% of your total revenue. So that's fantastic. Google AdWords, pay-per-click ad, represents almost 10% of your total revenue. Uh, Internet Other, this is your social media, Facebook, LinkedIn, other social media vehicles that are out there. Google Plus represents 15% of your total revenue. And then Internet Lead Sites, like a place from mom, represents 4%, but that's not in that figure. So if you add 15%, plus 10%, that's 25, and then another 12% is 32%, or if you're from a franchise, we'll say another 15%. So you're talking about 35% of your entire annual revenue comes from your online internet presence. So what does this mean? This means we have to invest in our website, all right? The direct referral marketing, which I was talking about before, makes up everything else. When you look at all of this combined, yeah, this is where it comes from. Now, just to explain the data, because you look at this, this doesn't make sense. If you add this up, this is well over 100. For their survey, when they did this part, they said, what are your three best referral sources, and what percentage of total revenue came from those three referral sources? The best, besides past and current clients. Home health agencies are our best referral source, all right, representing a total of 11.5% of the total referrals that came into these agencies surveyed. Hospitals, this is no surprise here, hospice, skilled nursing facilities, which I love skilled nursing facilities, they represent the highest actual percentage total revenue, which makes sense. Who goes to the skilled nursing facilities? It's your sickest patients because they're not strong enough to leave the hospital and go directly home. So when the people leave the rehab, they tend to need more help than your average person does, which makes sense as to why they are so high on this number here. Professional rehab hospitals, these are like your health souths of the world, your Kaisers. These are LTEC facilities, and LTEC facilities, a long-term acute care hospital, great referral source, assisted living, geriatric care managers, area office on aging. This is where we go for business. So you put the two together, that's going to give you your bang for your buck. That's where we have to go, and that's how we're going to get 80-plus percent of our total revenue. Looking at this, here's another survey to check out. What is the biggest opportunity that you see for growth in 2014? And this is when they asked half the people. Half the people said strengthening relationships with referral sources. Do you know why it's so good to have professional referral sources sending you clients? Because of conversion ratios. Now, I know for a fact, if you get three professional referrals, if three people refer you, three different potential clients, you will get at least one out of those three to sign up with you. You will. 
It's just, it's just sheer statistics. People go with who they know, like, and trust. They know, like, and trust the directors of social services. They know, like, and trust the physicians. They know, like, and trust the nurses making the recommendation. They're going to go with you versus any other type. You may have to get 10 internet leads. You may have to get 20 phone calls from a place for mom before you convert one of those. But three professional referrals, yeah, that's why that's the biggest opportunity for growth this year. And so what I tell people to do is you want to make with your direct referral marketing, because this is where I'm the area of expertise, you want to check out all of the above here. Now I'm going to say physicians aren't necessarily a great referral source for private duty home care. They're not on that list. But the reason why I put physicians on here and they are somewhat important is because physicians are like generals in an army at a hospital at a SNF rehab facility. So if you have a good relationship with the SNF who makes rounds at these places or if there are medical directors in there, you can leverage the relationship with that physician to get in there. But I don't want you to spend a lot of time there, but if you look at how difficult or their referral potential is, the harder the account is to get into, the greater their referral potential and the more revenue that can be gained from it. So if you're watching this right now and you're a brand spanking new agency or you're even thinking about starting up an agency, you're not even started yet, where should you start? You should start with your independent assisted living communities. You should start with your power partner entities. A power partner is somebody who calls upon the same referral sources that you do. At the boot camp in August, I'm actually going to do an entire presentation on power partners. But these are your home health and your hospice, which were two of the best referral sources. So not only can they refer us, but we can actually work with them and leverage our relationship to get into hospitals, rehab, CCRCs, and so on and so forth. So we really want to work with those power partner types. And they're very easy to get into because they hang out in the same places that we do, the networking events, the community events, and so on. They also go to the same places we're trying to get into. So we could probably bump into them in the hallways or walking in. There's a lot of things that we can do together. And so therefore, not only are they a great referral source, but they're also easy to develop. So that's where I would start out. Now, if you've been in business for several years, you know, like some of the people on the call, I mean, it's 500 people. So if you've been in business for several years, you may already have home health. You may already have hospice referring. You may already have assisted living. Well, the skilled nursing facilities, those hospitals, they are extremely tough to get into, but you see they're the greatest potential. So we can leverage our relationships with everybody else to get into these bigger accounts. I'll give you a personal experience. When I went to a hospital here in New Brunswick, New Jersey, not too far from where my office is, Many years ago, I walked in there after being in business about seven years. I did not know anybody in that hospital, but I knew every single referring entity that the hospital sent business to. I knew every rehab. I knew every skilled nursing. I knew every hospice, every home health agency. So when I went into the hospital, I had a guided tour because one of my power partners took me around the hospital, introduced me to everybody. Every time I met a new social worker, a new discharge planner, another person from another community that's already referring me came walking up to me and said, Steve, what are you doing here? I haven't seen you in blah, 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 X amount of time. Oh, I'm like, oh, I'm here. I'm, I'm, I'm talking to the social workers. You know, we're, we're trying to get some referrals from the hospital. After two or three people introduced themselves to me saying that they know me and now they're talking to the social worker who just met me. But these people who have known me for years are talking to the social worker, like, you're not working with Steve? And the social worker is like, I just met him today, but if I've been referring you, Barbara, I've been referring you, Valerie, and you, Brand, I've been referring you for a decade. So if you're all working with Steve, I'm going to work with Steve too, and now I have the key to the castle, and I can come back and refer anytime I want to. Those are things that we help the agencies that have been around for a while 
be able to establish and connect to get the referrals. And hospitals are a phenomenal referral source, as is your skilled nursing facilities. So now a little bit of the execution. That's the plan. But I'm going to continue to walk through what we have to do. So if you want to get online leads, all right, we have to invest in our website. The, the thing that a lot of people, you know, we all understand that we have to have a website. And this is, this is great. It's fantastic. It's the 21st century, Steve. Yeah, we know we have to invest in a website. But I look at many websites of my clients who contact me for services, and the websites really aren't that impressive. They don't differentiate from anybody else. Usually there's no video on it. Uh, it's outdated or it was created five, ten years ago. Or they used one of those mom and pop uh, Wix or WPix or whatever the different websites exist are. So there's a lot of different things that are on. Oh, somebody just came in my office. Tony just came in and said, please hold your questions to the end. I am going to answer them. You could type them in there, but I'm not going to stop. I'm going to stick and move here so we can stay within the time constraints. And I promise you, at the end, I will answer all of your questions. All right? So just stand, hang tight. Put your questions in there, but just so you know, I'm not going to answer them until I get to the end. All right? So back to the website. Invest in a professional website. Is it an investment? Yes. What do websites cost? You could spend $500 on a website and it's garbage. You could spend $20,000 on a website and it's, and it's world class. You know, the range that I'm going to say is anywhere from two dollars to $5,000, maybe $6,000 on a professional website. It is worth its weight in gold. We here at Hurricane Marketing Enterprises, we just did our investment in a professional website about a month and a half ago, and our internet leads has increased fourfold. Fourfold. That means I'm getting four times the referrals or four times the internet leads that I was getting beforehand. And so now I actually have to sit down and focus on my inquiry management to make sure we can handle all the business that's coming in. That's a great problem to have. That website was worth every penny I put into it. So invest in your website. Invest in SEO, search engine optimization, all right? Creating original content. All of the things that go out there on your website, your website is only as current as the last thing that you posted. So if you posted something on your website two years ago and you haven't done anything since, your website's outdated. So invest in SEO, whether you do it yourself and you train yourself on how to do it or you pay another person to do it for you. And then you've got to have a social media strategy. I know I talk to people all the time. I actually, this, this morning, a friend of mine called me asking me to pray for her on something, right? I'm, I'm a deacon at my church. And, and she asked me to pray for her. And I said, did you see what I just posted on Facebook this morning? And she said to me, I don't have a Facebook account. I'm not technical. I, I'm, I don't do social media. And I'm thinking to myself, this is the 21st century, all right? You don't have to spend all day on Facebook, but you've got to be on Facebook. There's over a billion people on Facebook. When I showed you before, we're talking about 15% of your total revenue comes from social media. If you're not on social media, you are not going to get business. So invest in social media, whether you invest in training yourself on knowing how to do it the right way or invest in somebody else doing it for you, the investment is worth it, 15%. So everything that's on here, and you see LTC Expert Publications, Valerie Van Boeven, she's my partner in this. She's one of the co-presenters at that boot camp in Washington, D.C. in August. She's, she talks about everything that's on this page. She teaches people how to do this, and she does this for you. So if you don't have the time to do it, I highly recommend give Valerie a call. 
because she's the expert for our industry. When you call an SE person, the local person at the chamber, you talk to that individual, you have to teach them about our industry. When you call Valerie, you don't have to teach her about the industry because this is all she does. So it's a win-win-win, and it's a worthwhile ex uh, execution of that marketing plan, which is re representing 32 to 35 percent of your total revenue for the year. Direct referral marketing. This is all I do. I eat, sleep, and breathe this. My history, my background, I owned a home care company for eight years. I started out as a marketing representative. My background was sales and theology. I never sold health care a day in my life. All I did was sell things, and I prayed a lot and went to church. That's, that's who I am. When I came into healthcare, took the industry by storm and blew it up, got the nickname Steve the Hurricane and so on and so forth. What was it that made me successful? Well, 25% of it, yeah, that's my God-given talent. All right? I was born this way. I'm a dynamic person, so on and so forth. But 34% of it? was because I was able to build professional relationships with people who knew, liked, and trusted me with their referrals. I consistently followed up. I understood that it takes persistence. You can't give up. I saw, I actually will say, one of my competitors, I won't say her name, but one of my competitors actually posted a, a sign a year ago on LinkedIn. It was a fantastic sign. It said, it takes 8 to 12 visits face-to-face before people start referring you. That's the down thing. The good thing is most of the people out there give up after three to five. So if you continually stay persistent and you continually follow up again and again and again, eight to 12 times, eight to 12 times, that's eight to 12 weeks in a row, that's two to three months worth of time, you will start getting referrals, but you've got to be persistent. You've got to know what to say, how to say it, who to say it to, and so on and so forth, which leads us to the last one is the ability to communicate. Steve, it's great. I've got to go see the social worker. I meet the social worker once. She's nice to me. I set up an appointment to come back and see her a second time. I talk about my company. Great. She says she's going to give me referrals. I come back a third time. She goes, Steve, I already have your information. I know what you do. What are you doing here? And after only three visits, how am I supposed to get to 8 to 12? Aha, you've got to have a plan. You've got to have a strategy. You've got to have talking points. You have to have reasons for going back, drop by visits, and so on. I could go on for hours about this, all right? But these are the skill sets. This is straight from that survey, all right? Every marketing rep that I train, every marketing rep that I have that has success has all of these things. They came with the God-given talent. The other 75% of it we trained and instilled in them, and they go out there and they bring in, seriously, folks, five to ten referrals every single week. Five to ten referrals every single week. All right? So here's the formula for success. I have to go to these accounts. I have to see them, you said, eight to 12 times before they start referring me. So every single week... You need to do this. This looks like one of those in intimidating algebra questions that I remember from college, right? I am not a mathematician, but I drew this up like this for a purpose, all right? Because every one of these letters has a value, okay? The first part, 35 to 45, F to F. That means you have to, in your marketing time, if you are a full-time marketing representative or a business owner who dedicates 40 hours per week to marketing, you have to see 35 to 45 people face-to-face -face with that time. 
all right? Now, this does not mean I want you driving to 35 to 45 different places. That is unrealistic. You will burn out. There's not enough hours in a week to do that, especially considering marketing time, external marketing, is, is, is bankers' hours. Who are we trying to see? Social workers, discharge planners, directors of nursing, administrators, uh, rehab directors, admissions gals, right? Those are all the people we're trying to see. So if we're trying to see all of those folks, when are they at work? Monday through Friday, 9 to 5. It's bankers' hours. So you only have 40 hours. You cannot physically get in your car and drive to 40 places in that 40 hours. Actually, let me say that again. You can do that, but you won't be effective because you're not developing a relationship. What this means is I want you to drive to, say, 15 places. That's three places a day, Monday through Friday. Three places a day, Monday through Friday. Have a five to ten minute meaningful conversation with three key contacts in that account, any of those people I just mentioned before. If you do that over the course of a five-day full-time work week, you are going to see 45 people. 15 accounts, three people in each account, that's 45 face-to-face -face visits. One L and L. What does that stand for? L and L stands for lunch and learn. A lunch and learn or an in-service, whatever you want to call it, is where you bring in lunch for an audience and you discuss your business. Every week, you should be doing one lunch and learn at least every week. You do that, you're talking about your business with people who can refer you, you're going to get referrals, all right? One N is one networking event. Now, I know I have people, one of my favorite clients, I won't mention her name, I, I can say her name, I won't say where she's from, Dahlia. I hope I think you're on this here. Dahlia, you are one of my favorite clients. I love you to death. I know you did not like networking. You told me you hated networking until you started going through the program, and now you love networking. When you go to a networking event, folks, those power partners I was talking about, the home health, the hospice, the geriatric care managers who are a great referral source, the elder law attorneys who are a great referral source, those are the people that go to the networking events. You want to make those connections and establish it, go to a networking event. People go to networking events to make connections and contacts. So you have to be out there. If you're in your office and not going to these things, you're not making connections and you're not bringing in revenue. One CE. A CE is a community event. What is a community event? A community event is a non-networking healthcare function. Things like a, a continuing educational credit event, a CEU event, where social workers go or physicians or nurses or anybody who has a license, they attend these events to get credits to maintain their license. You got to do one of those every single week. Or go to uh, assisted living community has a dine and dash or a wine tasting event or an open house or they're doing something for the community, a health fair at the hospital, a golf tournament for the you know, hospital system in your territory. Go to those events one a week because that's what it takes to be successful. That's where you make your connections and your contacts, and then you schedule one-on-one -on -one time afterwards with people from these events. And then the last one is 1SA. SA stands for Sponsored Activity. Sponsored Activity. Every one of the account facility type that I mentioned, independent, continuous care, retirement community, assisted living, uh, rehab hospitals, skilled nursing facilities, nursing homes, every one of those places has an activities department 
They do bingo. They do church events. They do things for holidays. They do a million different things in their communities. Once a week, we should sponsor something in these accounts. We're working with them. It helps their dollar go further. It gives us a reason to show up and say hello and develop a professional working relationship, and it helps people out, and you're giving back. And when you sponsor an event, I'm not talking about spending $100 or anything because I understand compliance and people are like, oh, well, compliance, compliance. Compliance, yes. You sponsor an ice cream social. It costs you $20 to buy a couple of gallons of ice cream and you play some music and you spend an hour of your time. If you look at it by law, you're allowed to spend up to $10 per person. If there's 25 people at the event, you're good. You see what I'm saying? Sponsor an activity. You do all of these things every week you will be successful with your direct referral marketing. So now I'm going to show you what I call a core four. All right, you saw before, said, I showed you that, that, that uh, I'm going to backtrack real quick. You see right here where I talked about the, uh, the, this graph? This graph I created, the top 20. I believe that people should have about 20 accounts that they focus their efforts on. So if you focus your efforts on 20 accounts, not 50, 60, just 20 accounts, 80-20 rule, right? 80-20. 80% of our business comes from 20% of our referral sources. This means you're going to get a core four. Four accounts out of that 20 are going to refer you the majority of your business. So right now, I'm going to walk you through this marketing plan and executing and what you have to do in order to get the clients. I'm going to show you one home health agency one home health agency that maintains about 100 clients on their census, all right, that's the key. It can't be a small agency that's got 25 clients. They don't have the volume, all right? If it's a bigger agency, it's fine, but it's going to be harder for you to get into. But an agency that's got about 100 clients they maintain on their census, because people are constantly coming on services and getting discharged off of services, in a year's time, we're talking about several hundred patients that they're taking care of over the course of a year, probably about four or five hundred, maybe even more in total because people are constantly coming on and getting discharged off. You know, I work with home health agencies. I have agencies that are bringing on 25 new clients a week, 25 new clients every single week. So do the math, hundreds of clients a year, right? So they're maintaining 100 clients on their census any given time, and these are Medicare patients we're talking about. Medicare, that's important. If you can easily get 5% of those clients annually to come to your services. Easily. Think about the readmission program, right? It's roughly 20%, a little bit less. It's like between 18 and 18.5 and 19.5. It's around there. But roughly 20%. That means one in every five patients that goes to the hospital, the rehab, when they come home, they're going to get readmitted to the hospital, right? Do you know why that is? It's because of the home health. That is not a failure. That is the Medicare system. And the reason why it's not a failure is because for four out of five people, they have a successful outcome. So we need to work with them to help that other one out of five people who that Medicare is not enough. That's us. And so I know we're not going to be able to service because not everybody can afford private pay. That's a fact, all right? But a good percentage can if the referral is made, even if it's a little bit of services, and that will improve outcomes. It's all about helping people stay home. That's why we're in business. The money comes when you provide excellent quality care for people. It's about providing care to keep people home safe. 5% of their total clients 
500 clients in a year is 25 to 30 clients annually. So right here, that's a client every two weeks from one home health company. That's 25 clients in a year. Now I just told you at the beginning, $19,000 is the value of a client for the leaders, but $11,500 is the value from an individual. All right, so if you do the math there, we're talking about $250,000 minimal total revenue from home health, and if you're in that $19,000, you are looking at almost half a million dollars in total revenue from one referral source. The second part of your core four, so let's get one hospice, just one. Now everybody on this call, there's 500 people on this webinar right now, every single one of you knows a hospice agency in your territory. We only need one to refer us business. Same thing as the home health. If they're maintaining a census of about 100 patients, we can obtain about 5% of those patients throughout the course of the year. Because think about it. People go on hospice. What's their average time on hospice? About 18 days. All right? So if they have 100 clients that they're maintaining, that means people are passing away and discharging off of services all the time. And they're replenishing and replacing. So over the course of an entire year, we're talking about 500, 600 patients coming through the doors of that hospice we can easily obtain 5%, just 5%. Think about your hospice patients, folks. I, I helped many hospice patients over the years. Hospice patients are, of course, they're the sickest of sick, they're the weakest of weak, they are actively dying. These are the people who need us the most, and this is a relationship that we can have with them. So if you take 25 from hospice and 25 from the home health before, that's 50 clients. If you're doing 19,000 per year per client, like that survey showed at the very beginning, there's a million dollars in total revenue from two referral sources right there. Here's your third referral source, one CCRC. For those of us who are new to the business and don't know what a CCRC is, that's a continuous care retirement community. A continuous care retirement community incorporates all three of the accounts that you see on the screen. You have an independent living side, an assisted living side, and a skilled nursing facility side easily we can get five to ten clients from each section of that one referral source because they're, they're usually monster mega compounds. They all have their own individual administrator, their own executive team, and so on. You can get into one part of it and then piggyback your relationship with the one part to get into the other two parts of it. Easy, we're talking about 25 clients a year from the CCRC and now you're at 75 clients on the entire year, all right? Doing the math, now we're at $750,000 to $1.5 million in total revenue from three referral sources, just three referral sources. We didn't even talk about the internet leads, right? Remember I said internet leads is, is about 35% of your total revenue? So if you're doing $3 million a year, that's a million dollars, a million dollars straight from the internet leads. And finally, one skilled nursing facility or LTEC. Skilled nursing facility, SNF, LTEC, long-term acute care hospital. Sometimes they leave the age off, so it's just a long-term acute care building facility. Discharging, that's the key. If you look up skillednursingfacilities.org, you can look it up right now, skillednursingfacilities.org. Do a search in your zip code. Guarantee, guarantee there's at least 25 skilled nursing facilities in your territory, at least. 
some of us have 50, 60. If I do a skilled nursing facility search in my territory, there's like 100 because I'm in New Jersey, densely populated state, so on and so forth. But at least 25 in your territory. But the key is they have to be discharging 50 or more patients a month. So they're all not created equal. If you have 25 in your territory, there may only be two that discharge 50 patients or more a month. But again, looking at the numbers, just like with the home health and the hospice, if they're discharging 50 patients a month, that means every month they're bringing in 50 new patients. 50 times 12 is 600 patients a year. That's the magic number. Their annual census, annual numbers, is six, that's their magic number, 500 plus. So if they're doing more than 500 discharges total in a year's time, you can easily get 20 to 30 clients from that referral source. This is one client every two weeks. I'm breaking this down to the minimum. Two clients a month is 25 clients a year. I just walked you through four very different referral sources, types, all right, and there's, there's, there's dozens of all of these referral source types in your territory, you get one of each of those four types I just showed you, and you got 100 clients. And guess what place I didn't talk about? What is the hardest referral source? The hospitals. Hospitals are impossible. They are so tough to get into. I have people call me all the time, Steve, my hospital has their own private duty home care. I can't get in this hospital. What am I going to do? And I'm like, don't worry about it. You can get 100 clients from everybody else. Everybody else is the hospital feeds, but say you're a crazy kid and you want to get into the hospitals, I don't blame you. Hospitals are a great referral source. I got business from hospitals, and my clients get business from hospitals. So I'm going to throw a bonus one in here. The core four, if you can get one hospital, one hospital that discharges 200 patients a month, all right, it's not that hard to find a hospital that has that many people coming through their doors. Remember, hospitals turn over beds every five days. All right, so if it's a hospital that has 50 beds and they're turning them over every five days, every 20 days, there's 200 people, right, that come through their doors. 5%, 5% of 50, right, or 5, 5, sorry, 5 of 200 is 10 referrals a month, 10 referrals a month from one hospital, that, that's a, and that's a minimal number. I know people, I have one of my, one of my co coaches who works for me, Anna, Anna Storm, she is my hospital expert, that's why I always call her. She developed the third largest hospital in the United States of America herself, got a million dollars in total revenue from one referral source. million dollars in total revenue, bringing on eight to ten clients per month from one hospital that discharged, this hospital is a monster, they discharge like 600 patients a month, but again, you don't need that. A hospital discharges 200 patients a month can easily give you 50 to 100 clients annually. So now, add it all up. The internet represents a third of your total revenue, right? And the internet at one, I'm sorry, at the 19,000, right? Internet representing total revenue could easily bring in a million dollars, easily if you focus on it. Then you take this right here. You have five referral sources referring you 150 patients a year. 150 patients a year. Even if it was at $11,000 per patient, that's $1.5 million. If you're doing $19,000 per client, which is what the leaders are doing, the agencies that are doing over $2.5 million a year, 150 clients is $3 million in total revenue. 
$3 million. Right there, I just, that's exactly it. There you go. How do you generate it? You get a couple of places. You get four places, maybe five, right here, right here. One, oops, one, two, three, four, five places referring you on a regular, consistent basis. How long is this going to take? Six months to a year to get the relationships you need to be able to get those kind of referrals. Six months to a year. That's not a long time in the grand scheme. Many of us have been in business for 5, 10, 15 years. I was in business for eight years, but it took me, when I started in 2005, it took me about a year to get into these type of places. One year. And we were bringing in 190, 200 plus clients every single year, every single year. $28,000 life cycle per client. This is why we were so good. All right? My clients do the same exact thing. All right? That's the execution. And just as a remember here, this is actually, this slide right here, you can save this as a screenshot right now. Here's your forecast. How often should you go to these referral source types? How, you know, visit them weekly, visit them bi-weekly, so on and so forth, twice a week. This formula right here, that, that, I'm going to give that to you. That is the very first slide in how to develop a referral source, which is a presentation that I do at the Hurricane Marketing Boot Camp coming up in August. That's the first slide of that presentation. And then afterwards, I go through a five-step process teaching you exactly how to get in there, what to say, and what to do on each of those 8 to 12 visits. I don't have time to go through that now because we're coming up on the hour already. This, this webinar is flying through. I'm sticking and moving. I'm sticking and moving here. But I want you to take a screenshot of that. Go ahead. 20 accounts. This is how often you go there. I write articles all the time. I wrote an article for the HCAF, Home Care Association of Florida, talking about this. I wrote an article in the Home Care Pulse Report talking about how to get into these places. I do this. This is, this is all I do. I talk about this all the time. I, I, I eat, sleep, breathe this. This is for you. All right? So now I'm going to move on to the next part of it. We got the execution done. And you're thinking. You may be thinking to yourself, you know what? Steve, this is a lot of work. I don't, I'm the owner. I'm doing everything myself. I, I, I don't have time to invest in spending 40 hours a week marketing. Well, maybe you should consider investing in a marketing rep, okay? You see this survey right here? This, again, Home Care Pulse, they did the data. This isn't me saying it. This is 1,000 agencies that were surveyed. Companies that don't have a full-time marketing representative, or sorry, companies that don't have a marketing rep did $1.3 million last year. The companies that do did almost $2 million. That's a $700,000 differentiation. That is a third of your total revenue difference. So a marketing rep at, say, $50,000 salary on average across the country, including commissions, is $50,000 worth $700,000 in total revenue? Absolutely. Our margins are around 20 25%. So yes, $700,000, 25% of $700,000 is a lot more than 50. Absolutely, absolutely. And when you train them and they know about this core four and everything that I just told you about and where they have to go and what they have to do, they're going to do even better than that. They're going to bring in your $3 million in annual revenue because they're well-trained and they know what they do and they take a lot of pride in doing what they do. I love marketing reps. I'm a former marketing rep. I'm still a marketing rep. I love marketing reps. God bless all of you. you got one of the hardest jobs in the industry, but it's so rewarding from a helping people standpoint. 
as well as the finances and everything else. Consider investing in your marketing rep and training them to get them up to speed, folks. All right? Track your referrals. Hello. Look at this stat. The difference between people who don't track every inquiry versus those that do, they convert more. They make more money. So you spend all this time, you spend all this money on Internet leads, you spend all this time investing in a marketing rep and time out in the field pounding the pavement to grow your business. But you don't track your referrals, you're leaving $300,000 on the table. This is where you invest in software. All right, and is it an investment? Of course. We all know it takes money to make money. That just makes sense. That's, just, that's, like, that's like the golden rule of business. So we have to invest. This is why I recommend ClearCare because they have everything you need from sales, marketing, uh, recruitment, retention, uh, caregiver stuff, stuff for the clinical people, stuff for the families. They got everything. But you've got to track your inquiries. If you're not tracking it, you don't even know where your business is coming from. You want to help your marketing reps out? You want to help your direct referral marketing? Know where the referrals are coming from. Track it. Let your reps know. They can go back and follow up on it. That's the reason why the difference is so high because they are aware of everything. Both the agencies here may be getting the same number of referrals, but the one who's tracking it does better because they're more efficient inside sales. And when you look at it, we're talking, we're talking about millions of dollars here. So I want you to think for a second, $3 million a year. How much does it cost to invest in software? A few thousand dollars. How much does it cost to invest in a website and maintaining it properly? What did I say? Three to six thousand dollars, right? Invest in training your marketing representatives. Send them to the boot camp. That's five hundred dollars plus the, the hotel and everything else. Maybe some other services, ongoing training and stuff. Everything I'm talking about here, folks, we're talking about maybe realistically in a year's time, fifteen, maybe twenty thousand dollars of your total revenue is what your investment is to yield $3 million in total revenue, $20,000 is a drop in the bucket on $3 million. You realize that's less than 1%? 1% of $3 million is $30,000. You invest $20,000, you invest in your business and the return, $3 million. Think about that. I want to think about that, right? This, this, is, this is crazy. And, I, and these are, I'm not making, this is, these, are, these are the facts. These are the facts. This is the report. This is the survey. Now, supply. Supply and demand. I spent the larger part of this hour talking about creating the demand. And this is what I experienced in my own business when I had it. This is what my clients experienced. They, they spend time investing in getting referrals. Now you get referrals. Great. Now you've got to close them. Now you've got to close them. And one of the biggest mistakes that I find, though, that people do is people say, I need to get caregivers before I market. Oh, I want, well, Steve, I want to invest in my sales and marketing. I want to invest in training and come to your company and come to your boot camp. But I've got to get caregivers first. And, and I say, no. That's like putting the cart before the horse. Because you know what happens if you get caregivers and you don't have work for them? They leave you and they go work for somebody else. Caregivers are amazing people. They are not doing this for the money because they don't make a lot of money. They do this because they care and it's steady work. They think their job is awful when you think about it. They wipe tushies all day. They, they give people showers. 
You know, they, they sometimes I, they, they walk into their clients' houses and sometimes they find somebody who passed away. This is not an easy job, all right? But they do it because they're caring individuals. The men and women that are caregivers are amazing people. I love them. I, I would go to bat for many of my caregivers over the years, all right? But you can't hire caregivers and not give them work. So you have to market and get your recruitment at the same time. It has to be a simultaneous process. You never stop recruiting and you never stop marketing. You have to do them at the same time, not one or the other. And remember I told you what was the biggest fear of home care companies? Number one, 60, almost 63%, almost 63% of agencies out there fear caregiver shortages above anything else. That's something. That is something. So to help with this, I'm going to share some of the things that I used to do. Because we had a massive agency. Every week I was bringing in six to ten referrals. Every single week, sometimes more than that. Every month I'm starting 12, 15, 20 clients, right? Crazy, crazy volume. We had 100% employment all the time. I actually had to give away clients several times, all right? Now, recruitment, again, is done simultaneously with the marketing effort. I'm out there every single day drumming up business. Every single day, there are people recruiting for my organization. If, if you want to be a $3 million plus agency, the agencies that are $3 million plus, they have at least one dedicated recruiter. And all she does is recruit, 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 placing ads, going to job fairs, going to places to recruit people directly, and so on and so forth. So that's what the big boys do. If we want to make that kind of revenue, that's what we have to do. All right? Your ads. Don't just place your ads in the paper. The paper is good in some markets. It's not good in others. Place them online as well. You know, I like to, I remember when we, when we switched from newspapers to Monster, Career Builder, LinkedIn, and other uh, Craigslist, other internet sites, we actually got a better quality caregiver because it had something to do with computer literacy. So if they were used to being on a computer, they tended to be a little bit more intelligent. Not to say that they aren't if they were from the newspaper, but the people who were computer literate and understood how to use the internet were much better caregivers in general than those that weren't. So where you place your ad is super, super important. Offer an employee bonus. We used to do a bonus. We made those bonuses big. In the beginning, it started out real small. We did 100 bucks, right, until we started getting more caregiver shortages. So I said, let's raise it. We did $200. Then we did 250 Eventually, I kid you not, eventually we got to $500. And the reason why is because if, if I'm bringing in, you know, four or five new clients every week, you know, we're talking about 250 plus clients a year, if I'm bringing in that many clients, a caregiver is extremely valuable to me. So I had no problem paying a caregiver a referral bonus of $500 if they referred their friend to me. And there's certain stipulations and so on that they can get from it. For ours, it was very simple. They had to work 80 hours. Once they did 80 hours of work for us, whether it was 80 hours in two weeks or 80 hours in a month or 80 hours in three months or whatever it is, once that caregiver that they referred to me worked 80 hours clocked in my agency, the bonus was paid out to my caregiver. I had one caregiver, Sala. I love Sala. S-A-L-A, -A. great, great individual, woman from Ghana, spiritual woman. Sala 
made $7,500 one year in caregiver bonuses for referring her friends. Every caregiver asks for a raise, right? They all ask for raises. And so what did I say? I said, I'll give you a raise. Bring me some caregivers. Birds of a feather flock together. You know the caregivers. So if you bring me a caregiver, I'll give you $500, and you don't have to do this. You can do whatever you want. You look at your margins. You look at what you want to compensate. But whatever it is, yeah, you give them money if they bring you caregivers. That's a great incentive. And make it attainable, all right? I know a lot of agencies that say, oh, I do 200 hours or, or this, that. No, make it 80 hours. 80 hours is two weeks full time. If they do two weeks, pay your caregivers. Your, your caregivers, if, 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 if it's 250 hours, for example, and I have people who say this, that's like two and a half months. The caregiver doesn't even remember making that referral, all right? But if it's 80 hours, two weeks after the person starts and does the work, the next pay period they get it, the caregiver remembers it, and they're going to refer you again, and they're going to refer you again, and, they're going to refer, and you're going to get a constant flow of business. You know what else is good about employee bonuses? It shows that you're promoting and you're recruiting from within. So when I sit down with families and I'm talking about my services and they're thinking about going with me or Joe Smo down the street, they decide to go with me. One of the questions they say is, where do you get your caregivers? And I say, well, we take such good care of our caregivers that many of our caregivers refer their friends to us. And when they refer their friends, you know they're going to refer somebody good because this is their job. They don't want to send somebody bad to us, which is true. And when the friend comes in because they got the recommendation from somebody else, they want to do their best job because they don't want to make their friend look bad. So it's a win-win-win. It shows that we are a quality agency. And the families loved it. And it, was I lying? No, it was the exact truth. My caregivers were phenomenal. I had caregivers that wanted to work for me more than anybody else because I took care of my caregivers. And they did better work for us because they were appreciated. And I'll talk more about that at the boot camp. Finally, flyers. One of the things that we did, we, birds of a feather flock together, right? So I would take a look at all my caregivers in my area, and I would look at the caregivers on my caregiver list. I would see, oh, so-and-so lives in Winding Woods. Winding Woods was a very big apartment complex in Sayreville, New Jersey, right? It had about, I think it had like 1,000 or 1,200 apartments, and it was maybe about 15 minutes drive from my office. And I would notice that I had like four or five caregivers that lived in there. So I made a pull-tab flyer that said, looking for meaningful work, and I put some things down, CNA, HHA, blah, 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 so on and so forth, $12 an hour, whatever our rate was, and please call us. I would go to that apartment complex. I would put a flyer on every mailbox, which I don't know. You know, I never got in trouble for it, but I'm sure somebody would say something about it. But, you know, this is what I did. And I put the flyers out. And every time I put the flyers out, at least four or five people called, came in for an interview, and we hired two or three of those four or five people every time I did it. And I found other apartment complexes where people live. And again, you look at your caregivers you currently have. You know where they live and do that. And then you also want to do what I call a hot list. It's not listed on here, but a hot list is you call people. Just because somebody hired and was a caregiver listed with you six months ago and they took a job with somebody else doesn't mean that they're not a caregiver anymore. So every week we would call around to, like, say, a dozen caregivers and find out their availability, if they were coming off a case somewhere else, if that case ended somewhere else. And we had a hot list of about a dozen to two dozen caregivers who – even though they're currently not working for us, they were working with other people, they were ending cases, and we always had availability of staff. These are, you have to think outside the box there. And, and, and you see my CNA jobs? That's Brandy, who I introduced you at the very beginning. 
this is all Brandy does is help with the recruitment and the retention of caregivers for private home care business. So now you have, and she at the boot camp is going to talk about how to increase your recruitment and retention at this boot camp in Washington, D.C. We're talking phenomenal. Internet leads, direct referral marketing, and how to meet the demand. This, this is the, the triad. That's everything that's needed to generate a $3 million a year plus business. So let me tell you about this boot camp because I know you're excited about it, and I'm excited about it because I sell every single one of these out. This is the ninth one, the ninth one, August 13th and 14th, Washington, D.C. I don't know what you're doing now, but I really hope you're going to be at this boot camp because we already have 40 people coming and space is limited, and we're going to sell out long before August, all right? You're going to learn how to increase your referrals. You're going to learn how to increase your closing ratios, referral sources, online and recruitment and retention, everything I just shared with you. Your mark, I gave you a marketing plan. Now we're going to tell you how to execute it and what's necessary to be able to get that revenue. Plus, they're a lot of fun. If you think I'm an energetic person on a webinar, imagine seeing me in person. All right, I'm a nut, I'm a clown, but we have a lot of fun with it. We're laughing. I get down with it. You know, people start, we, we dance. I think we're going to do some karaoke at this one too. Clear Care usually sponsors a cocktail party or something the, the, the night of the event, so that's going to be fantastic. You're going to get to meet with people all across the nation. We always have people from coast to coast and everywhere in between. You're really going to learn how to blow away the competition, so I hope you sign up right now for that Hurricane Marketing Boot Camp. And I'm going to give you as a thank you for staying on with me this whole time because there's, there's hundreds of us here on this webinar right now. It's ridiculous. You know, I'm going to give you as a thank you. Here's a discount code. You want to take massive immediate action. Right now, log into homecaremarketing.net, homecaremarketing.net backslash boot camp. If you enter this discount code, HMBCDC, Hurricane Marketing Boot Camp, Washington, D.C., 50. HMBCDC, 50. That'll give you $50 off, which is 10% off the price of the ticket to the boot camp. It's my thank you for being on this webinar today because I really appreciate it. Take action. $450 is the price of the ticket. Be there. Get everything that you need to blow away the competition. It's more than just a tagline, folks. I have hundreds of testimonies of people who've been to this event. This one now bringing in the recruitment with Brandy from my CNA job, you will walk out knowing exactly what to do, how to do it, and everything to go out there and grow a three-plus million-dollar business. And if you're over $3 million, guess what? You're only going to get that much better. So you're going to get the four. You're going to get the five. You're going to get the six. You're going to get the eight. You're going to get the ten. You're going to get the 15, and so on and so forth. It exists. Make it happen. So it's been an hour. Look at that. Right to the minute. I am pretty awesome at this, all right? Now I will take your questions. So let's, let's go in here. Um, actually, Valerie, are you still on by any chance? No, I've been right talking here. away. My, my voice is dry. Can you, can you read the questions to me? Sure, absolutely. Let's see here. We're going to pull up all the questions. Let's get these up here. All right, I'm going all the way back to the beginning. Um, let's see here. What are, how much one is right? Okay. 
um, what is the formula to compute how much one client is worth? That formula, I do not know. That was from the Home Care Pulse report, and they did a survey in there. My guess, because um, I, don't, I don't know exactly how they do it, they surveyed over 1,000 different agencies. So they looked at all of their operational statistics. They looked at the average length of stay. So say somebody signs up for services today and they cancel next week, but then you also signed up somebody today who stays with you for the next two years. So they take the average of all of that to determine that the average length of stay is, say, 11 months something like that, right, on average between all the different type of clients that we get, how much time, how much, how much revenue came from that client or all of those clients combined over that 11 months time is approximately $19,006 from the leaders. The leaders were the ones representing who were doing over $2.4 million in total revenue last year. And that's who we're aspiring to be. On average, when you took all of the um, all the different agencies' sizes from zero all the way up to 2.4 million, on average, you're talking $11,500. When you added all four of those, uh, let's see if I can go back real quick. You added up all four of those. Um, when you add up all four here, it's right here. So, uh, or no, all the way up to the front. So when you add up all four of these columns right here and then divide by four, that gives you an average of $11,500 roughly per client. So that's where I got that figure from. And this is all in the Home Care Pulse report that I talked about back here. Here's the website and so on for that. All right, you ready? Yep. All right, this is a good one. How great is your leads program? <laughs> <laughs> My leads program, um, the internet <laughs> leads program or the, the referral marketing program? I don't know. I think really, Maria, the amount of leads that you receive from any program, whether it's something you follow Steve's or something you do online, is, is a lot of it, it depends on you. They're, both, they're all very great, though, I, can, <laughs> I will say that. Yeah, they are all very great. I mean, great. Valerie is fantastic at what she does. I have a lot of mutual clients love and respect her, um, so she's going to be helping you generate the online leads. And then from my point of view, yeah, our average client grows about 500 hours in total revenue at billable weekly, billable weekly hours, all right? So if you're at 1,000 hours a week right now, six months from now, our average client is at 1,500. If you're at 2,000 hours, six months from now, you'll be at 2,500 hours. That's our average client, meaning some do more, some do less, but that's our average client. All right. Um, does this, and I'm assuming this is uh, all the direct referral market, does this work with private duty as well as Medicare home health? The Medicare home health is a little bit different, but it's very similar. So I do work with a lot of Medicare home health agencies that exist out there. Um, for them, physicians are a major driving referral source where if you remember back, uh, let's see if I can pull it up real quick. Um, this slide right here where I pulled up the top 20, you notice how I put physicians on there? Physicians are a good referral source for a home health, not a great referral source for the private duty. So when I look at this, physicians, home health, yes. Hospice, yes. Private duty, no. And going back up just a couple of pages, you see right here, physicians are not on the list for the private duty. So from private duty, stay away from them, but for home health, absolutely you got to focus on them. So everything I said, 
pretty much applies to the home health as well, but there's their metrics, their uh, revenue generating sources and so on is, is a little bit different, but the strategy that I discuss is virtually the same. Okay, uh, let's see here. There's uh, who do you recommend for website development? Valerie, <laughs> do you want to take that? <laughs> yeah, I recommend LTCX for publications, um, but that's just kind of a bias. Um, and the next one, I think maybe I'll answer. Does writing something daily on my website considered investing in SEO? Linda. Um, Linda, I, I will take a shot at this. Um, no and yes. Uh, mainly no. So it depends on what you're writing on your website every day. So if you are putting up new articles, fresh content in a blog that has a feed, it's going out to all your social media, it's written correctly, and you have all your social media set up correctly, um, and you're interacting with your clients or your community, then yes, you would be investing in your own search engine optimization. However, most people don't cross all their T's and dot all their I's because they just aren't, you're experts in taking care of people and managing your staff and running your business. Um, we are experts in the uh, very specific type of SEO that it takes to make a home care agency get those leads from the Internet. So um, it's great if you can write, write an article or blog post every single day on your website, um, but all the other parts and pieces have to be in there to make it work well. Um, and I know we're going to talk about all about that at the boot camp, so I look forward to seeing you there. Um, let's see, Steve, please send me packages and info uh, for Steve to assist me with building my business. And then she left her address, so I, that will be in the comment section, and I'll get that to you guys. Um, awesome. Thank what, you. Sure. What does um, 35 to 45 F2F mean? Gotcha. So um, I, I explained it, but maybe maybe we missed that part of it. So 3545 F2F stands for face-to-face contacts. So in my direct referral marketing, I have to go and have a meaningful conversation. A meaningful conversation is a five to ten minute conversation with 35 to 45 key contacts at referral sources from any of the places that I discussed. So say I go into a skilled nursing facility, right, because we talk a lot about those. And key contacts are an administrator, a director of nursing, a director of therapy, or a therapist because they work with the patients themselves. Um, sometimes the subacute unit manager, uh, the social workers obviously, the admissions people, the, uh, I'll even add in there the recreation activities people because I want you sponsoring an event. That's what the SA stood for on this formula right here. So if you go to a skilled nursing facility and you have one conversation with any of those three key contacts that I talked about, that's, that counts as three key contacts. So if I do that in 15 accounts throughout the course of a week, three accounts a day, talk to three people in each account, that's 45 face-to-face -face visits that week. So that's what the FTF stands for face-to-face, -face, live in person, a phone call, an email does not count as one of these contacts. This is the formula for success. If you do this every week, you will be successful, and this is why I mentioned maybe hiring a marketing rep. Now for the business owners, I'm going to throw this out there to you. Remember I said there's only a 40-hour window. Basically, it's bankers' hours that we can spend marketing. So we only have 40 hours that we can do that. I want you to look at your business and realize what are the things that absolutely must 
have no other choice to get done during that time because we, we're business owners. I work a heck of a lot more than 40 hours a week, I'll tell you that. So if I know I have 40 hours a week, I want you to dedicate 15 to 20 hours of your 40-hour banker's hours week to be in the field marketing. So then you cut this number in half. If you're doing 20 hours a week, you should see 15 to 25 people face-to-face -face every week and still do all of these things. But in 20 hours, you can totally obtain that. We're talking about going to seven places and having three conversations in each of those seven places. That's 21 face-to-face -face contacts. There's your number. All right. Let's see here. Um, for all of you who have a question out there about can we get a copy of this webinar, we will send out the video replay as soon as uh, Steve's staff has a time to render it and uh, get it up on YouTube. We'll send out. That's true, right? We'll send out the uh, replay to everyone. Mm -hmm. And then um, let's see. What is your idea of administrator going with marketer to promote the services? Absolutely, absolutely. Not every single day, every single hour of the day. But if you remember back to that formula for success, which I'll pull it back up on the screen. All right. So we are here. Formula for success. The day you do your lunch and learn in service, that's the day the administrator should spend with the marketing rep. You should be in the field. You should go to every single lunch and learn in service because marketing reps sometimes are not, they're not infinite. They're not going to be with you forever. There's turnover. That happens. They set up lunch and learn in service. You should always go with them on the lunch and learn in service so that you at least have a relationship at the contact. Spend the entire day. Do your drop-by visits and everything else on that day. But if you do one lunch and learn every week, plan on at least attending that lunch and learn with your marketing rep. So yes, absolutely, I think they should do some co-marketing. Not all the time, but at least once a week and do those in-services together. All right. Um, how do you get the referral sources to remember you and what makes you unique? Sign up for the Hurricane Marketing Bootcamp. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, I agree. <laughs> That's a big question. That's a big question. I spend two full eight-hour days between myself, Valerie, and Brandy speaking on all of these things. During those two days, I go through everything that you just asked there. So what do you say? You know, I'll pull it up real quick just to show you, but I call, it's how to develop a referral source. This is one of the uh, most popular topics. Look, I've, I've recreated this like nine times. That's how popular it is, right? But the how to develop a referral source as it's coming up on the screen here real quick. So as I go through it, I'm going to go through, you know, step one, step two, step three, step four, step five, and then so on, on everything that you have to do. What do you say? How do you get your foot in the door? How do you get the lunch and learn in-service? What is your tour etiquette? What do you do after you've done the in-service and they haven't referred you yet? How do you follow up with the mayor? How do you hold people accountable? Who should be present at the lunch and learn? How do you do the lunch and learn? How do you become part of their go-to team? Five weeks consecutive of drop-by visits, things that you can do each and every single week for five weeks straight so you always have a reason for being there and more. There's, there's only so much time I can put in this webinar. That's why I say come to the boot camp because I'm going to give you all of that and more at the boot camp over the course of two full days in Washington, D.C. All right. Uh, let's see here. What's this next one that we haven't already answered? So a few repeats here. What percentage of your revenue should be allocated for marketer salary? That's a very good question. Um, I don't really know percentage of your revenue, 
but I'm going to say in the ballpark, you heard me throw about $50,000 is like a national average because in certain markets you're going to be paying reps more than that. In certain markets you're going to be paying reps less than that. I actually have a compensation plan. I believe that you should pay your marketing rep a modest salary plus a commission bonus incentive where they can make a good money. What's a modest salary? Enough to keep your shirt on your back, enough to keep the lights on in your house. You don't want your marketing rep starving, okay? So you look at the average salaries in your area, go just under the average. So say there's a range in your market from like 30000 to 60000 right? But the average is 45. You can pay your rep 42. That's okay. It's just under the average. And then you give them a bonus incentive where if they really generate good business, they can make 55, 65. You know, that's a realistic thing. Because what I end up happening is it, I find that in private duty home care especially, we as business owners tend to under pay people, so either you, you get what you pay for, so you find people that aren't good, or you find that diamond, right, the person who's not from the industry, who's never been in there, you give them a chance, you bring them on, and then six months later, they go out there and they're crushing it for you, and then all of a sudden, an assisted living community, which has a lot bigger, deeper pockets than you do, offers that rep $60,000, and you're paying them thirty k. with all due respect to your, your bonus program and how great you are as a person, 30K to 60K, I'm going to 60K. And so you, that's why you have to take a look and do some research, find out what the competitive numbers are. If you need help with hiring people, let me know. We do that too. Um, homecaremarketing.net, fill out a form. I can help you hire people. I can give you the comp plan and everything else. Homecaremarketing.net. But I find go just below the average as their base salary and then give them a commission structure where they can make that upper echelon amount and then you'll, you'll, get a, you'll, you'll attract a good person who will work hard and they'll be loyal and stay to you because you're not underpaying them. Awesome. All right. Um, who specifically can attend the boot camp? I want the business owners there for sure <laughs> and, and marketing reps. And you can bring other people. You can bring operations staff. You can bring your administrators and so on. But I definitely want the owners there and the administrative staff, the decision makers. And the reason why is because this is your business. You do not want me training your marketing representatives on a whole bunch of things that are foreign to you. Then when they come back from the boot camp and they're excited to go out and execute, you're like, wait, wait why are you doing this? Why are you doing that? And then, and then nothing happens. So you, you need to come with your rep. It's a great team building, bonding experience, and your business is going to grow. I mean, I, I, I don't know if some of you have heard me speak at other conferences or conventions, but last year um, I was the keynote speaker at the Decision Health Private Duty Conference in November. There was a, uh, a home care company in Seattle, Washington, that came to the boot camp last summer in New York City. And so from, from July of last year to November, that agency owner, after coming to the boot camp, told me his business grew by 25% in that four-and-a-half-month uh, time frame. And he told me, right, I kid you not, he came to the next boot camp as well, that he got to a point where he had so much business coming in, he had to actually give away a client because he couldn't meet the staff and he didn't want the client to not have help, so he referred it to one of his competitors. And at the boot camp, I always say at the beginning, if you follow everything I'm going to teach you, you will have to give away business because you can't handle it all. And that happened to him. And I was like, wow, look at you. He did that in four and a half months after attending the boot camp. And that's not, I'm not pie in the sky. You see how I break it down to the exact day-to-day -day activities. 
that's what we go through at the boot camp. That's why it's so detailed. That's why we have the reputation we have from these events. Awesome. Okay, let's see here. Um, uh, there's a couple of questions, so I'll let you answer this. What is the CCRC, Mr. A? Continuous ADL? Care Retirement Community. <laughs> so a continuous care retirement community. Um, let me pull up yeah. this thing that is right here. So a CCRC, Continuous Care Retirement Community, has an independent living, an assisted living, and a skilled nursing facility all on one campus. So that's yeah. CCRC. Tony? Tony, um, I hear you. Yeah, we can hear you. Um, what are some good examples as to why you are going back to your potential referral sources to get the 8 to 12 visits you yeah. suggest? Um, reasons for coming back, doing those sponsoring, the activities I talked about, uh, bringing marketing collaterals like pens and tchotchkes, uh, doing research from the internet, so bringing them articles yeah, or things that you, you found that are you, exciting. You Hold on a second. Let me get Tony to be quiet. Okay, yeah, so, Tony! Uh, any, anyone who registered? There we go. I think he's... Yeah, he just needs to mute his line. I hear you. <laughs> okay, sorry. We have we have a, we have an actual office here, folks. So I'm not like sitting in my basement or anything. So Tony's office is on the other side of our office, so I had to run around the hallway. Sorry about that. Okay. So, um, but yeah. So you know, I said uh, marketing collaterals, uh, updates from the internet, cool articles you found, or following up on something you discussed with somebody, uh, promoting events that are going on in the industry, collaborating on events that are coming that you're working on with that referral source, sponsoring the activity and following up on clients. So that's just off the top of my head, folks, at the boot camp. I'll go into great detail about each of those and more. Okay. Um, and we could go on and on. you want to keep going? Or, I mm -hmm. mean, there's just – okay. I'll take, How... I'll take it. This is for everybody. Okay. How does a home health company become a core four referral source if you are a home health care agency? Aren't they your com competition? We are a private pay agency only. Why would our competition refer to us? Uh, the, I think the person's confused about the difference between health health and private pay, maybe? Yeah. Home health does not compete with private duty unless you're doing – home health is the skill. So the skilled nursing uh, agencies that exist out there, what do they do? They are providing that Medicare benefit. So when somebody comes out of the hospital, when they come out of the rehab and they come back home, they get a nurse for an hour to three hours a week. They get a therapist for an hour to three hours a week, and they also sometimes offer the home health aid for a few hours. That's their Medicare benefit. That's part of their hospitalization. That's not private duty. So if you are a private duty only agency, you do not compete with home health. As a matter of fact, one of the biggest success stories that we have is working with the home health agencies to provide a combined solution to the hospitals for their most difficult patients because we wrap around the Medicare benefit and we cover more than what the Medicare covers. Also understanding the Medicare benefit, these home health agencies have a 48-hour window to get out of to see that patient in their home setting. So somebody who had congestive heart failure who stayed in the hospital beyond their recommended you know, length of stay, supposed to be there for five days, and they stayed there for seven days, they've got to go home today. But if today is Friday and they go home, that home health agency may not send a nurse out there until Saturday, Sunday, or Monday. There's a high likelihood that person is going to end up back in the hospital without seeing a nurse for two to three days, whereas the private duty – I could pick the person up and bring them home from the hospital on Friday and stay with them all weekend until the home health gets in there. That's a combined solution.
information. That's part of the things that we teach people what to do on how to work with their home health agencies. But again, you've got to invest in that. that, that, that I, I don't have enough time to go over that with you on this right now. That will take me hours and then days and weeks and months of executing it with you every single week through some of our programs. But that's, that's the gist of it real quick. So a home health agency does not compete with private duty. We actually are synergistic, and we can work with them and wrap around that home health benefit to be able to provide to keep that person home in the house. All right. Do you have any tips getting past gatekeepers to a case manager or dispatcher? Yeah, I power guess partners. I mean discharge. Yeah, discharge. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, power partners. The home health agencies, the hospices, the other entities out there. The cool thing about referral marketing is in every single referral source that we're trying to get business, there's already somebody going there getting referrals. It doesn't have to be our competitor. We're not talking about the competitor. We're talking about the other people who are going there for other reasons. You do develop a power partnership relationship, and this is what I'm talking about. Power partners is a, part, is a big key power part of the two-day boot camp in Washington where I'm going to teach you about doing it. It's making a, a, a relationship with a business that is offering a service that's synergistic to ours, and they call upon the same referral sources as we do. All right? Power Partners is something that's universal. It works in all industries. If you think about it, this webinar was brought to you by my company, Hurricane Marketing Enterprises, Valerie's company, LTC Expert Publications, Brandy's company, my CNA Jobs, and ClearCare, which is the software company. All four of these companies came together to make this webinar. That's the reason why we had 500-plus people register for it, because it was a collaboration between four national companies. The boot Camp. These are the presenters and the sponsors of this boot camp in Washington. So that's a collaboration. That's what it takes to be successful. So on a national scale, you see this right here. In your local market, you can do the same thing, and that's Power Partners. That's what I teach people how to do. You want to get past the gatekeeper? If I'm friends with the social, with the uh, the marketing rep from the home health company that is already going into this account all the time for business, I can shadow that person. I can do an event together. I can co-market. I can co-brand. We can be that, that combined dual discharge solution. All these things and more. That, that's all stuff I go over at the Hurricane Marketing Boot Camp. Very, very good question. All right. Let's see here. We're kind of weeding out. We're down to a few. Um, Aaron Markham answered an earlier question for you. Um, he just sent this note. Hey, Steve, referring to an earlier question, to calculate the client length of service, add up the, or I guess the value of each client, add up the number of months all your clients have been on service and divide that sum by the your length of service, oh, your length of service is 10 months. This only works if you've been in business for at least a year. Just a quick way to figure out lifetime value is figured by dividing your annual revenue by the number of clients you serviced in that year and then multiply that by the client average length of service. Hope that makes sense, Aaron. And it does. Aaron, will... that is, Aaron is the owner of Home Care Pulse, the person whose mm -hmm. stats I was discussing. So that's, uh, that, that's how he calculated that. Um, everybody wants to know if uh, the boot camp is in D.C. Uh, this Right now, actually, you do it in different locations every time. But... Uh, Will you be having one in the Midwest or different locations? A couple of questions. I, I mix them up. Just so you know, we do two boot camps every year. They're both original content, so they're not the same boot camp. So over the summer, 
we do this boot camp, which is the which is boot camp or well, the original Hurricane Marketing Boot Camp. That's the one in the summer. In February is when we do the other boot camp, and that's Boot Camp 2.0. So the one that we did, so we only do this particular boot camp, which is all the things that I've been talking about here today. This is only done once a year. It will not be done again until next summer. All right. Okay. So um, our territory ha only has a general population of approximately 270,000 people. How dense should a territory population be, including 60 plus, to realistically achieve 3 million? Hmm. That's a very good question. I am not sure off the top of my head. You've got to take a look at your demographics and your statistics in your market because the one thing I will say is you have a lot fewer people than I do. I know my territory here in Jersey, I had over a million people. And in New Jersey, 13% of the population is over 65. So in my territory, if I have a million people, 13% of that individuals that are over 65 years old, so th th there's plenty of opportunity for me. For you, yours is going to be regionally marginal because in my area, yeah, there's a million people, yeah, there's 130,000 seniors in my area, but that also means there's 150, 200 competitors in my market all going after that same population. So everything is a balancing act and a balance out. If you have 250,000 people in your market, scaling it down just assuming the same numbers here, you're talking about 25 to 30,000 seniors in your market. Competitively speaking, if you tapped into 1% of 30,000, that's 300 clients. You don't need 300 clients to do that. You only need 100. I just showed you that before, plus 150, we'll say. So could it happen? Yes, you have fewer competitors, so there's fewer options for people to choose. Hustle, work hard, and yes, I do believe you can do that because if you tap into a half a percent of all the potential market in your area, yeah, that's very realistic. Okay, let's do this one. Um, what is common direct marketing to referral sources budget you see or suggest for marketers? Two fifty a month, four hundred a month. I guess that means what yeah. should they be spending on whatever. No less than $500 a month. When, when you follow this formula for success, all right, so think about this. Formula for success, I'm pulling it back up on the screen. I want you to do one lunch and learn in service. That's $50, $60, all right? Don't go crazy with your lunch and learn in service. I had, a, I had a client call me once and said that the rep spent $250 on lunch. I said, what the heck did they buy? How many people was it for, 50, 60? And she goes, no, it's for six people. I said, what did they buy, lobster tails and sushi? Like, don't do that, all right? Let's buy pizza. Let's go to Subway, $5 foot long, get it cut into sixes or quarters, right? And it feeds a lot of people. $50, $60 on your lunch and learns, no more, all right? But that's every week. Then you're going to a networking event, that's fine. But at the networking event, as I teach people at the boot camp, I want you scheduling one-on-one -on -one meetings with people over a cup of coffee or over breakfast or something like that. Now that's going to be 10 to $20 depending on what you do with the person. You, uh, going to these events, sometimes if you go to a CEU event, you may have to pay to get admission to it. Or you may have to be a sponsor or something. And you're sponsoring your activity here. If you're sponsoring an ice cream social once a week at $25 a week, that's $100 a month. So if you add all this up and you're doing this every single week, yeah, that's about $500 a month. 
Now, if you look at it on, a, on an annual scale, 500 a month is only $6,000 a year. The budget that I recommend people spend on their direct referral marketing is your annual revenue. So if you're a million dollar a year business, spend $10,000 a year on your direct referral marketing effort for your marketing representative as their budget, which is $800, which is healthy. You don't have to give them a full $800. Give them the $500, but then that the other $4,000 left over is for going to health fairs and conferences and, and conventions and other things that come up or buying your holiday gift giving or whatever it is, your tchotchkes. All that can come out of that 1% of your total revenue. Good, very good question. Uh, can you hear me okay still? I can. Okay. All right. So here's a question I have. Um, well, other people have, but I'm trying to figure out what – I know what my answer is, but I don't know what your answer is. A lot of people <laughs> want to know if they can have these PowerPoint slides. Now, my answer normally is no, but I upload them to SlideShare with a non-downloadable option. They can look at them, but they can't download them because they're pro proprietary. So I don't know what your um, opinion of that is, but I don't send out slides. So some people are asking not just for the video, but also for the slides. Yeah, I'm going to stay with you on that, Valerie. I mean, I spend a lot of time, effort, energy. I work with tons of partners and stuff on this. I mean, the webinar, watch the webinar again, take a lot of notes on it. You can view it as many times as you want, but I'm going to agree with Valerie on that. Yeah, it's a um, you know, and we have been doing a slide share with a non-downloadable option for other people, so they can look at it, but they can't steal it or take it or modify it. Um, but that still doesn't mean they can't screenshot it. So just kind of you know, um, a lot of folks are asking about that, and I understand some people just want to be able to flip through the slides. Some people uh, don't want to watch the whole video, but it really is. I'll try to do that if you can. Um, can you please lay out the different approaches to each source within the core four? Boy, that's a big one. Come to the boot camp. Come to the boot camp. <laughs> all right, got that. Yeah, it, it, it's, 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 they're all specific and unique in their own way. The approaches are all specific and unique. The contacts that exist in each one is unique. Yeah, it may be um, the same position, like a director of nursing, for example, at a skilled nursing facility is the same title as the director of nursing at an assisted living, but in the assisted living, the director of nursing is somebody who can refer you. In the skilled nursing facility, the director of nursing is an authority figure in the building who can hold their social workers and other people accountable to referring you. So your approach to each one of those same position, different accounts is different, and what you say to them is different. It, it, there's, there's way too much for me to answer here on, on this webinar. Come to the boot camp. All right, I have two more. What method of software do you use to track the referred caregiver's 80 hours to remember to pay out the bonus to the caregiver that referred her? An Excel spreadsheet? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I would say an Excel spreadsheet, but yeah, I'm sure ClearCare has. The one thing I like about ClearCare is ClearCare is very customizable. So yeah. if you want something, they will make it for you. So. I'm sure they already because they already in, in all of the soft all of the softwares that exist out there they actually have um, trackable hours. You know how many hours your caregivers work with the software, so you can ask ClearCare to create a tab or a query search for you that or or some kind of flag or notification that'll go off once you know Jane Doe has reached 80 hours of work. So this way you know to pay your caregiver who referred her to you. So you can work with the ClearCare or you can do like Val said, use an Excel spreadsheet. But that's, that's what I would recommend there. 
Last question. I think you can answer quick, and uh, this is a uh, fairly good one because um, I want to go to Hawaii. Uh, you you have you have had phenomenal experience on the mainland. What can you do for an island like Hawaii, where the caregiver, care, I guess, CG situation competition is fierce? So I guess that's uh, caregiver or case, whatever. I don't know. The competition is fierce there. Um, to get caregivers. I think you're going to have to go to Hawaii to figure that out. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. You're going to fly me out there and I'll help you recruit. Um, but I honestly, caregivers are, are just a challenge. Um, something that I do at the Hurricane Marketing Bootcamp 2.0, the one that I do in February, um, that's what I did this past Jan uh, February when I went to New Orleans. I talk about inside sales, and I talk about having a strong inquiry management process and a strong closing process so that you can charge an above average price for your services and still close at about 95%. And, and that's what I did. You know, the, the average price in my market was $21 per hour when I left the business in 2012. I was charging $23.50. So I was charging $1.50. And I'm sorry, two fifty, yeah, twenty three fifty to twenty one dollars. I was charging two dollars and fifty cents per hour more than the other agencies in my area. Now I wasn't the highest price, but I was definitely an above average price. I still closed at ninety five percent, meaning if I sat down with twenty people, nineteen of them signed up with me. When I had the extra revenue, that extra revenue I gave to my caregivers. So the other agencies in my market, not only were they not charging what I was charging, they weren't compensating what I was charging, which I was compensating either. So they were paying out $11 an hour, $10 an hour, while I'm paying out $12, $12.50, even $13 an hour to my caregivers. Where do you think the caregivers wanted to work? For the agency where they make the most money for the same job. And so we always had an abundance of caregivers. Now again, was it perfect? No. I did give away clients to my competitors. I had a couple of agencies that I knew did a good job that would obviously honor my rates, and if I couldn't staff it by a certain time, I always had like a window of opportunity, I would call up my partnering agency and give the referral to that person. So this way the family still got the care that they needed, but I'd rather do that than to turn away business from the front or turn away a referral from a referral source. You never take your foot off the gas marketing. Every time you do, it takes two weeks to a month to get the referral to start pouring in again. Agreed, totally. It, it, it's, the catch-up is horrendous when you take your foot off the gas. There's no doubt about mm -hmm. it. And that was our last question. So, man, oh, man, an hour and a half, a little over that, 500 people uh, registered. That 527 was actually the final number. Great job, wow. Steve. Thank you so much. Now, I am thirsty, so I'm going to uh, go get something to drink. And, um, <laughs> and, and honestly, thank you, Valerie, so much. Thank you, Brandy. Thank you, ClearCare, my partners. Thank you, Aaron from Home Care Pulse for letting us use your statistics here. I really hope and pray that every one of you goes to homecaremarketing.net right now and registers for the boot camp. It is going to be amazing. I truly, truly, my, my co-presenters, Valerie, Brandy, we really do blow people away, and you will get more information in that two days than you could ever possibly imagine. So sign up now. Take the massive immediate action. And, and, and thank you. Thank you for being on, and God bless every single one of you because you're doing an amazing job helping our elderly and our disabled age in place with dignity and grace. Thank you. 
Thanks, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. You are listening to the Home Care Business Report with Valerie Van Boeven. Fasten your seatbelts. It's going to be a bumpy ride. Stay tuned. Right here, right now. Yes. Mm. Subscribe now.